perspective. We got the crew, we got the muscle, and you know we have the rule. We are the geek grills, we are the geek grills, alright. We got the know how, we got control, we got the knowledge, and we tell you how it rolls. We are the geek grills, we are the geek grills, alright. We are the geek grills, we are the geek grills, tonight. Hello and welcome to episode 246 of Geek Grills. Geek Grills podcast is supported primarily by our patrons. Please go today to patreon.com slash grills. I am September and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Linda. Hello. And Ray. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about all the shows we're watching, what we like and we don't like, and something we think is a positive trend or maybe just about time <laughs> so first uh let's catch up what have you been up to this geeky week linda i had another market day did pretty well um it's kind of as i expected with the lowering in temperature the upswing of people wanting to buy warm things is happening um <laughs> uh oh i forgot to write it in there i got my covid booster um yay yay as uh, as expected it did put put me out for a little while. <laughs> uh, I, I'm still sore. Like I still, I kind of feel like I've been punched in the arm, but um, like the side effects, I guess took me out for about half of Saturday and then I was okay. Um, the worst thing about it was I had like, I got like a migraine and that oh. was, that was pretty awful. Uh, <laughs> so that was mostly why I was like out of it because I was just like, I'm achy. I can feel a tiny little fever that I could probably usually walk off, but I don't want to be around anything that's light based right now. <laughs> um, but I was fine by the afternoon um, and I went to the market day the next day. My whale shark fabric showed up. Um, I've got it on the table ready for me. I got to iron it because I've washed it. Um, went through the wash just fine. So I'm going to iron it. Then I'm going to start the pinning process, which is a gigantic pain in the ass. Because <laughs> this dress is so long. This dress now, is so long. Are you doing, I don't understand the whale shark dress because isn't that, I mean, normally you do that kind of thing for your aquarium thing, which is during Dragon Con, but that's over. So what is this for? So, um, the Georgia Aquarium is hosting a costume party, uh, October, in in October, October 28th. Um, they, they've been having this like thing. I don't think they're all called this, but it's like sips by the sea or sips and the sea. It's like they have an, a, a nighttime like party where you can drink alcohol and walk around the aquarium. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. they saw what Dragon, what happened with Dragon Con. They were like, that's a great idea and just are doing it for non-nerdy folks. <laughs> um, I know the Science Center Discovery or something in Charlotte does that kind of thing, too. Yeah. I mean, they like you, you were able to like rent out the aquarium for like a whole night for a couple of grand, I think it was. Um, and they just they just decided to start doing parties now that it's it's you know, safer. Um, and they were like, you know, for the, for the October 
party, they were like, everyone should come in costume. And so I was like, I'm going to be a whale shark because I've been meaning to make this dress to wear at Dragon Con Aquarium anyway. Um, they would jump start on the rest of us. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's come to find out, um, Matthew's going to try and find, like, I don't want to say it's like uh, he was gonna. She's gonna try and find like a stripy suit so he can ha- he can be a tiger shark to my whale shark. But we'll both be in formals, but it'll be like you know, uh, f- formals asterisk. <laughs> uh, so I gotta. That's that's the next like big project besides the small commissions I'm gonna be doing for crochet. Is that I gotta start pinning that monster together because I've done the mock-up for that dress. I did it during quarantine. I know exactly how much effort this is going to take. And I've given myself like a month and I'm like, um, I can do it. It's fine. (laughs) So it it may not be fine, but you know, you'll all watch me descend into madness together. (laughs) Yay. Yay. Um, I have almost finished the Jack and Sally crochet, so Jack has his, uh... Aww, his little bat and his, his thing. Uh, Sally is terrifying right now. I also need to... She's indecent. She doesn't have her dress yet. Um, I don't... <laughs> I need to fix her face. I don't know how to fix her face yet. I followed the instructions... Just something is off. I can't... It's. I think it's her eyes. I need to f- fix them somehow. It's just, like... Eh. I don't know. Or I need to put, like, a lid or something so that she's not quite looking so... Looks like she has fangs. Yeah. But yeah, I think a <laughs> lid is probably what I need. Um, so I'll, I'll figure that out. I'm in the midst of making her patchwork dress right now. It's all in pieces on my desk, so I have to sew those together and put all the details in. But other than that, she's pretty much done. So as soon as I get the dress done and get it sewn on, I can give that commission and fix her face. And I can give that commission to who it's, <laughs> who it's for. It might be the uh-huh. eye shape. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Cause that, that's definitely more rounded. Yeah. It's like that way where yours is more yeah, over. like. I, I might be doing some snipping while you're doing that. Because, like, they were like, you have to make a teardrop shape for the eye. And I was like, are you sure? Because <laughs> it didn't look right. But, all right. So, I mean, if... if teardrop, you, it's on the side. Yeah. So if you see me poking. doing this <laughs> jiggery poking, that's that's jiggery. the reason. <laughs> That's a good idea. So, what about you, um, Ray? Ray. Okay. Um, yep. So, I either had an allergy or a cold that started to come on on Friday. So, that was fun. Uh, but it seems like it kicked itself out. Also, I was able to get my my allergy medicine refilled, which ran out on Friday. Uh, so, I finally got that refilled on today because they were closed on Sunday or 
Uh, blessed be the allergy medicine. Uh, so, but it's always with me. It's like, is it a cold? Is it allergies? Who knows? Whatever. I don't have a fever because I haven't had a fever since that one when I was seven and it was 104 degrees. So <laughs> fevers just don't happen that often anymore. Hooray. Your body's uh, like, nah. <laughs> nah, you don't have to go to the hospital for anything else. You're fine. But um, I did start Cyberpunk 2077, uh, which was very appropriate for also fits into this theme. I, I did add it as a last minute. Uh, promptly binged it with my husband. It is delightful. And if you remember anime OAVs from like the early 90s, like Armitage or movies like Akira, it is that level of cyberpunk like is no hold bars like studio triggers like we don't have to worry about tv sensors so they go all in so it's it's a lot of ultra violence and ultra pretty and just really awesome highly recommend um and because i binged it so hard i of course did fan art <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I see like it. it. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. <laughs> yep. So I'm still coloring it. Uh, I'm actually really proud of it. It was a picture on the uh, Studio Trigger site that one of their uh, main animators or illustrators did. Uh, and I was like, I have to try and draw it because it's just so flipping dynamic. And it worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, I get very excited when it's something I've drawn. I'm actually like proud of, about it. Like I can nitpick it, but my nitpicks are so few compared to how I how hard I usually am on myself. So, I'm really proud of this piece. I've showed it to like everybody. I put it up on like all my boards. It's really good. <laughs> you did a good job. Uh, and then because I did watch uh, Cyberpunk uh, Edge Runners. I had to start playing Cyberpunk 2077. So I have made Celeste. It, it's V. Your character is V. But she <laughs> looks like Celeste. She's as close to my LARP character as I could get. Uh, and we will be going guns because there's no no fl fireball magic radical flashbang. So I figure guns and grenades are pr pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, it is still glitchy. Uh, I was trying <laughs> to do the, the combat tutorial. And it just kept locking up after so many f failed attempts. And then once I finally managed to get all the combat tutorials done, my character like, suddenly T-poses and goes off the screen. And, and then like it cuts to a cutscene. I'm like, what the heck was that? And Scott was right there. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's a glitch. I'm like, does it always do this? He's like, oh, no, no, no. This is much better than when it originally came out. <laughs> okay, that's good. So... Yeah, they have improved much of it, but there are there are still a little still a little glitchy. Uh, <laughs> to teeny look, tiny, it looks really really good on Scott's computer. Holy crap, though! Like compared, <laughs> I had to run it on mine, and I had to put it at like the minimum requirements. Like, please work. Say a little <laughs> prayer, much like when I was trying to run WoW. On, <laughs> previous pc i owned uh this uh, is just these my computer is not made for gaming like 
majority of the games I want to play are older games anyway. So, but his is, and dear God, between that and like the giant LED TV screen that he has in there is so pretty. <laughs> uh, also, I, I did a tiny, not nearly as good sketch of my LARP girl. There she is. Um, in a aether wave, and I'm going to have blue hair. And she's going to have pink, neon pink horns and scales, because if I can't have LEDs, I'm going to go as obnoxiously neon as I can. And I I'm mean, past my... <laughs> also, I'm, I'm past my I hate pink stage. Like, like I have accepted pink back into my life as I'm wearing a pink shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. In that time, I think I've improved the eye shape. <laughs> well, excellent. Oh, good. Well, uh, we'll we'll do it. We'll later. I'll I'll be like, what do you think? <laughs> what have you been up to, Ember? Uh, well, I went to Statesville's first little pride parade and event, and it was a it was wildly successful. Actually, there were Yay! only a very small handful of protesters who just kind of went on their way after a short time. Um, there were way more people than expected. Uh, my friend Mikey owns a pizza food truck and he ran out and he had planned wow. like 300. He wasn't even the only food there. Mm -hmm. uh, the police estimated between five and 700 people. And like, this is like in a block on Statesville. And it was, yeah. So, yeah. I understand there's another... Well, the protesters that did come apparently came from somewhere else. <laughs> you know how they do. Uh, there was a, a, another local group who is always standing out in the corners downtown screaming and yelling with signs. And um, they were organizing and going to have a bunch of people. And apparently, our police chief went and had a discussion with them. <laughs> and, like, you know... I mean, they don't come and bother you when you're out there. I mean, we don't bother you, and these people don't go harass you. And why don't you just let them, you know, have their little thing? And they didn't show up. So, um, at least had a really great presence there. Like where they blocked off the street, they brought one of their trailers. And um, <laughs> a friend of ours pointed out their unintentionally gay police trailer because it's got like. Statesville is famous for we've got the world's largest like balloon festival. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's always balloon stuff in the lows, and there's this big rainbowy balloon on the side of the police trailer when you're walking up to the event. It's like perfect, <laughs> awesome, you fit right in. Um, <laughs> and I just stayed the whole day and um, hung out a lot with my friends at the library tent. And uh, my friend Nish gave me a beautiful hair tie she crocheted. Mm. it's That's like so cool. really pretty it's this teeny tiny crochet she's apparently it's a, it's a inventory buster for her she makes these and crochets it right onto yeah yeah, yeah i love this it's great it doesn't pull any hair or anything mm -hmm. to uh, lunch with them because yeah that was nice uh what else i stuffed my first bratwurst and i don't like bratwurst so maybe that wasn't the best choice. <laughs> I ate, um, like I never ate bratwurst, right? Just not my sausage, I guess. 
And mm-hmm. I bought some commercially about a year ago. I was like, well, I, before I make any, I'll, you know, see how it is. And it's like, eh, it's kind of, eh. <laughs> but homemade will be better, right? So I went ahead and I made 10 pounds. And, uh, and for dinner, I was like, yeah, no, man, it's just something. <laughs> so <laughs> I've got a package into, uh, I'll be giving a lot away and, and the rest of the family is not this particular. They're like, yeah, it was okay. It was good. So I just packaged it so that uh, that'll be fuck off and have dinner somewhere else. Bye. About to say, I I will I volunteer for tribute. Like I will, <laughs> me and Scott love bratwurst with like sauerkraut on, and some apples on the side. Happily, <laughs> give you money. It's like the blandest. I mean. I don't know. I'm just, I love kielbasa. I love Italian. I like to put extra garlic in my kielbasa. I like to put extra fennel in my, you know, uh, Italian. But I don't, I don't, I don't know what I could put in the bratwurst. It's just so friggin' boring. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, maybe I'll, I'll ship you some when it's frozen. <laughs> um, I also was able to, uh, one of the people who helped uh, build the stage and, and set up, um, the pride is a, a friend of mine who's a farmer who's going to sell us a half cow. Oh, wow. I was like, Neil, I need a lot of cow. I got a cow for you. It's a lot of meat. You want- <laughs> yeah. I'll come to- He's like, pick one. It's like, I hate that cow. Take that one. And we were <laughs> talking about that. But I finally got that set up. It's something that uh, Rob put away part of his bonus. We wanted to buy like a half a pig and a half a cow or something. But... Uh, I, I've got the cow lined up and what's that? Uh, I've been binging the shit out of better call Saul. I'm toward the end of season four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will finish it in the next few days and I am looking for suggestions, send them in and you guys can give me ideas, but, uh, part-time gamers, we're going to be, uh, playing. It doesn't matter how old they are or whatever, unless they're ones we've already covered in the past. Uh, Spooky games for all of October. Uh, so- all right, I got I got one that <laughs> it's it's not Doki Doki because <laughs> uh, you don't want to play that again. Um, it, 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 I mean, obviously, it'll come with some warnings because it's a horror game. But if you haven't played uh, Fatal Frame Two, and I know you're like, well, what happened to Fatal Frame One? It's fine. They're separate but kind of in same universe. But Fatal Frame 2 um, is a really neat Japanese horror game. Okay. You have a camera. Like You have a camera. It. That's how you fight ghosts, is with a camera. I keep meaning to play that. Like, I've wanted to play that for so long. Um, the other one I would recommend, uh, well, I have seen recommended, I haven't played it myself, is Omori. But it does have a warning about, like... Anxiety and depression and that stuff. So cool. I don't know, but I've heard other people highly enjoy it. Um, well, well, anything you got and anything uh, any other listeners have, uh, send me in the Discord, tweet me, all that kind of stuff. I've got a list so that we can <laughs> uh, at my games we're going to talk about. And kids, too, they're having a lot of the new stuff. Uh, so. I guess that's it. So on to our main discussion. So right now, there is an embarrassment of riches 
for all of us nerds on TV and all the streaming and like talking about that. Oh, I mean, we've got Lord of the new Lord of the Rings and we've got new Game of Thrones and we have She Hulk and we have Harley Quinn animated, which is so good. And <laughs> show after show. Um, and Ray was like, we were listing all the shows we wanted to talk about. Do we want to do a show about, you know, a particular show? Or just talk about all the different stuff we're watching or trying to watch and trying to keep up with. And Ray's like, did you notice that, like, driven leads are like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, a lot of them. Um, yes. So we're kind of going to probably stick with those because there, there's... There's so much. I've seen some really great. I mean, the the She-Hulk people being weirdos, right? Like, I saw the best meme. It was <laughs> the whole She-Hulk, like her attorney at law logo, except the text was replaced with "Sorry, incels." All all this <laughs> not for you, you know. Oh yeah, no. Um. Uh, also, yeah, Jessica Gao, um, who is like I think main producer and also wrote some of that. Uh she's like kind of infamous for writing like one of the best Rick and Morty episodes, which was the Pickle Rick episode. And her and Dan Harmon for a while actually had like a really good podcast. Uh just kind of like the differences like ma- male female perspective and writing for TV and like just how their voices are heard and it was really good because Dan also did talk about his own mess ups uh, a bit. Because yeah, uh, problematic past. Uh, but it was like I highly recommend. So I will watch anything that she is working on because she is just so good. Well, you learn better, do better. You know that's important too. And I think the industry is feeling that. I mean, they're not making cater or whatever bullshit people bring up like oh you gotta be so woke like whatever no we are the market and it's just it's just kind of about time like we the three of us talking about it didn't realize for a second like oh my gosh it's all women leads in those like didn't even know i'm watching all with my husband who's was really into him like it just if you if you're not bigoted against it you wouldn't even notice because it's just good characters and good stories yeah yep yeah and and like especially with she-hulk i like how they just kind of lampshade some of like the everyday stuff like when i'm in hulk form i don't have to worry about like some guy trying to jump me like i can keep my earbuds in and my music going i don't have to have one out or like my keys ready to go or anything like that i'm like ah the dream (laughs) Right, but the the frustration kind of is built into is like, man, I really shouldn't have to, right? And that's real. I have to, but just true. We just have to. I've heard grief about um, the Lord of the Rings, but it's either I don't know people being sticklers, like it's not the original story, which is stupid, and they're not paying attention and. There's one friend of mine. I want to. I want to have a talk with him about that because I know he'll listen, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, <laughs> there are those guys who will listen out there um, because this is made up story. Like Galadriel was never this bad. 
warrior. And I'm like, but the estate is blessed. This man never said it was that story. It was never, it just happens to be a time period is Silmarillion. You couldn't make it a Silmarillion. It's like he begat, she begat, she <laughs> like the Silmarillion about the Harcourts, but it would be like reading the fucking Old Testament. Yeah, no, the, the Semerillion is like an encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah. It's trying to make content. You can. You can make content out of an encyclopedia. I don't know if it'll be the most interesting thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I loved it because it was, I mean, it was the only Tolkien book I actually got through, but for me it was understanding that world with names and cultures just really appealed to me. I think I read it. I was actually studying anthropology when I read it. That might have influenced that feeling. Because I couldn't get through Tolkien because I don't care about the same three for four pages. Um, but when it's history and people and cultures, I was really interested. But to make it into a TV show, it just is being true to bits of history and timeline stuff. And if someone's trying to make the argument, like, it's not, it doesn't fit somehow. Like, I'm going to see my friend and have that discussion. No, no. I mean, just because it happened during that time period, and that was thousands of years, certainly couldn't do all of that either. But I love the story ads and getting to know a young Elrond and getting to see and how Galadriel, like, seeing her darkness will make sense of how she appeared later. You know, love a queen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and- okay. is less. Um, I was a little worried at first because they they did say you know we're gonna have a little more female focus. Um, as far as just I mean, balancing out having more characters, not just having it be the occasional rant. Um. And after Daenerys. <coughs> and then they did that nightmarish birthing situation at the beginning. But you know what? Good. And it's fine. And so I just learned about the history of chainsaw. Oh, yeah. And that that was use in like as recently as the 70s in Ireland like the chainsaw was invented to do cesarean like, yep what yeah, yeah this <laughs> horror I learned the other day like in our heads we know there's this you know the horrors of childbirth and, and infant mortality and to think of a, a, a more primitive medical time and you know People, you know, upset about this portrayal in Game of Thrones, and like, why did they make it like that? When they, I guess, they could have chosen a more successful or, or natural birth or something instead of an failed cesarean. But I think they they missed the point of yeah the the women the young women in the that are continuing the story are kind of having their own little commentary they're not able to act on it but they're just pointing out they're like just because i'm a woman what that's not fair 
And that's really relatable. Yeah, I think they've improved a lot. Like, um, I'm not sure. I, I just posted, um, I'm still watching it actually, uh, Women War and House of the Dragons by Princess Week. It's a YouTube uh, video. I highly recommend her channel. She um, talks a lot about uh, uh, media, but from like uh, the female perspective of media, she has thoughts about Game of Thrones, as I think most of us do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also like specifically um, people of color. Rep- and female people of color representation so highly recommend her channel and i was literally in the middle of watching it but it's just like it feels like the whole gaze of game of thrones has changed whereas before it was it felt very male gazy and this is more i wouldn't say female gay, but it's more androgynous gaze like i don't feel i don't feel like i'm having to watch people fuck for the sake of fucking now there's still brothel scenes there's still there's still fucking but the right but the camera focuses is different like the intent that they're trying to express through the camera is different now and i appreciate this yeah i do too it's more it's more natural for it to be more balanced in that manner instead of yeah i, I totally i agree with you on that um, so Harley and Ivy, I mean, that's why you want to call it Harley and Ivy now, right? Like they really, <laughs> like fans know that Harley and Ivy is a thing, has been a thing on and off here and there. I uh, can even argue uh, them being polyamorous here and there in different comics. Um, they haven't involved Catwoman in that particular part of their relationship, but who knows going forward, but they've got Harley really attached to I, I like how they were kind of like in this latest season because uh, Selena Selena plays more of a role and it seems like they're also highlighting the the wet, the bat cat wedding that didn't you know it wouldn't happen I really wanted it to that's my ship but <laughs> <laughs> but they kind of like at the same time are like having to give therapy to both of them in very different ways <laughs> you know it's- and I yeah. So much about that show I love. Oh my gosh, because they are playing in the stuff that not people who Harley dress and bound like a lot of them don't. I don't know. I guess they only know her from the animated series, and they forget. Like they're bringing in her using her intelligence and her being a shrink, and even like okay, this is incompetence now, and I'm not going to tell anybody because you're my patient, and try to, like, <laughs> Bruce the kook. I mean, we know that man's crazy, right? We all know crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No sane man dresses up as a bat and runs around in the dark. So <laughs> much trauma. <laughs> but, like, she finds out and then tries to help him, and they, you know, we're in a recent episode where, like, Brazinger is a hero. She saved everybody, and she's like, "No, no!" And she's trying to cope with like, "But no, <laughs> yeah, oh shit!" Like, I I love that because I've been for years saying like, she's an antihero. She's not. And I, my friend Vinod argues with me. One of our patrons is just like, "But she kills people." I'm like, "But they deserve it." Like, I'm not saying she's you know just a hero but she's not a villain how is she not a villain like a villain i've had this argument so many times and they're really 
letting other sides of her show instead of just the crazy. Like, her her, and their relationships being fucked up because her trauma from her past relationship. Like, they go, it's so funny and light and silly, but then they will touch on things like how previous relationship trauma is affecting your behavior in your new relationship. And I'm like, yeah, they, they didn't have enough. I don't know. Like they didn't, they touched on that a teeny, teeny tiny bit in the animated series, in the Harley episodes that they had in the original animated series, there was like touches of it, but they were like, this is a kid show. We can only touch a little bit on this. They did a lot of dark things though in that show, but they didn't touch very much on it. But they did it just, just, just. I mean, in the a tiny bit, where she came from, and you get do get to see um, in the early in the animated series, Joker manipulating her and how that relationship started. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, but I love that they're being true to that instead of. Just playing on the, and of course, they're doing an animated series, and who would have expected it, right? Like, oh man! <laughs> okay. Also, the turnaround with Joker now, like, oh, it's hilarious! Oh, it, it's Joker so good. Oh, Joker versus the the Joker being the good dad. I was just like, I'm here for this. Like, this is so refreshing. <laughs> Wonderful is like being the soccer dad and his like modus operandi. Like, is it the same? Like, bring everyone comes in, all his goons with their Joker masks on, and it's like, oh, here we go. Just gas. But, like, no, he's giving away funding to the local children's thing. And like, (laughs) he's turned over a new leaf. I, yeah, there's growth. It's, it's pretty hilarious. And you know what? In one of the most recent ones, he did the Joker voice in such a way that my, Rob was like, did they bring Mark Hamill in for this episode? I'm like, nope. It's still Alan. It's still Alan. <laughs> Not uh, yeah. <laughs> I also feel really good that they have no plans. With the comics, there, there's Harley and Ivy, but they, they split them up sometimes. They have them come back together. Something happens. They The writers have stated, like, no, this is canon. We're keeping it. Like, they are together. They're going to have to deal with long-term relationship issues, which, fine, great. Not a lot of shows actually bother to do that. Or, like, they just get around it by not having the characters age. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I am here for... Uh, for reasonable and humorous depictions of this. Uh, let's see. Oh, um, I am going to forget, so I'm going to talk about really, really fast. One of the things I did notice about Cyberpunk Edgerunners, the main character is is David. That That's fine. David Martinez. But, like, the majority of the runner crew is female, which is just delightful. You have Dario, who is this big like hard woman who you do not want to catch in a dark alley she just she is awesome and she is like goals if i could ever actually lift like lift like that <laughs> uh you have lucy who is the, the love interest she's the main female character uh 
but she's like super hacker kind of girl. You have her her uh, mentor who trained her Kiwi, and then you have um, uh, you have my fucking favorite Rebecca, who is just like best girl, like actual friend to the to David, and like just willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done. Shoom. So I was delighted <laughs> because we have a variety of female characters and of different body shapes. Like, that is nice because I love me some anime, but a variety of shapes in anime doesn't happen all that often. Yeah. Most of the time, it's different colored hair. So yeah. I, I am here for it. <laughs> it's really important. Representation matters, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's hard to get lost in something when everyone looks perfect. And that's been the case in television for so many years. So many years. Yeah, like, Rebecca specifically is, like, tiny. Like, she is short. She's not a lowly. I will fight you on that. But she is a short stack. And she will mess you up if you try and say anything about it. Uh, Lucy's your typical, like, dream girl. Fine. Kiwi is, like, long and lanky. And then Dario, like I said, is just, like, awesome big lady. (laughs) Okay. I'm done. (laughs) I like that. They were invaded by the cast of Steven Universe. Yeah, yeah. like definitely. I, I'm also here for that, <laughs> even though it's been off the air for a while. Like I really did enjoy that show and the variety that it showed. Yeah, and then there's uh, some other live action things like Lock and Key and Umbrella Academy, where it's just a lot more balanced. Like is Lock and Key. You know, even though you think it's going to be all from the point of view of the young boy because he's going to he's going to see everything the longest, his sister becomes so important, and then like you know the brother's aging out, and then the mother is involved, and it's just an umbrella academy with all those different siblings. It's the powers and the focus of the story is just so much more balanced instead of all the women having to be rescued all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like them pulling in like more of the the side characters. Uh like one of my favorite was was she season three? She was she was the daughter um that got shipped with Diego, so and she's like comes back. I'm like, I'm here for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, like yeah. her. Birth relationships. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> so yeah there is um overall just uh tv is a different thing now man i i'm i hope they straighten out so you don't have to buy so many different streaming services to see it all sometime <laughs> oh gosh i i Good just God. I mean, they want to push polyamory this is how they're gonna get it is because who can afford all these streamings in this economy um <laughs> I, I just found out like they're doing a reboot of um, Yurisai Yatsura Lum, uh, and I was very excited because I'm like, oh, well, surely this will be on like one of the fewer an- anime. No, no, it's on like High Dive, and I'm like, I don't have High Dive. <laughs> <laughs> and like Bleach got picked up by Disney, and I'm like, okay, uh, what thing? Yeah, yeah, Bleach oh. is coming to Disney Plus. <laughs> the the new season. Where they they wrap up and I, are in. I'm just, 
I'm sorry. I know. I'm blown <laughs> just, away. Like everybody I know is blown away by that, but Disney put in the bid and did the most because they have the most money. Yay! It's all right. (laughs) I trust Disney more than a lot of places to respect property. I mean, it's not like Sony bought it, right? And then has to fuck the whole universe up for us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's done. They've done, they, I don't know. They're pretty decent respecting other people's properties. So we'll see. It's just the, the, the dissonance of Disney and Bleach. I know. <laughs> That's it's just, very. Like, when they touch stone and they would just do all the weird shit over there. Yeah. Right. I they remember that. That now. They've always done a lot of weird, dark shit. They just put it under another name. It's true. <laughs> it's like they, if if they didn't, I forget what it was, but there was a there was there was a company where it was like if it did well, it was like Disney, but if it didn't do well, it was something else. <laughs> yeah, um, that may have been animation t- box. No, that may have, that may have been Touchstone. Is anyway. <laughs> Anyway, we'll have, to, we'll have to keep an eye on that one. I'm sure Ray will keep an eye on oh, that one. Oh, definitely. I I used to love Bleach. Bleach actually also had a like wide variety of characters, both male and female. Um, so it's one of those show those shows from like early aughts that I really did get into a lot. So I will definitely keep my, my I will keep you appraised of the Bleach situation. Okay. <laughs> forever (laughs) (laughs) well folks if you have uh shows that you're watching that maybe we didn't talk about today because i mean we're all watching a lot and trying to keep up with everything and it's been lately enough that i don't run out for more than a day or two um (laughs) and then it's like oh there's an episode of this and a new episode of this so if you've got favorites and, and you want to know what we think or tell us what you think, uh, please chime in at geekgrills at gmail.com or you can tweet us at geekgrills and I'd appreciate hearing from you. So girls, what are you most anticipating coming up? Linda? Uh, we've got, ostensibly, you've got our AN game uh, this tomorrow, to, this tomorrow. Tuesday, tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I we get to play our... Um, Scions slash alien psychic powered thingamadots. Sorry, I was having a problem there with getting that out. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to that because um, I always enjoy playing that game. And then getting started on my sewing, my big dress sewing project. Again, like I said, I've done the mock-up for this dress. I understand that it's a monster. Um, it's <laughs> it's hard enough to like pin regular patterns, and this one it's based off of a wedding dress. Actually, it's a very simple wedding dress, but it's based off of a wedding dress pattern. So the the train 
is like three feet long. <laughs> so uh, that's Ooh. just, I'm going to get a workout with the, the pinning and the picking up and the putting over and <laughs> it's, it, it'll be a thing, but should be, wow. inter- it should be interesting if nothing else. <laughs> How about you, Ray? Uh, I've got more Edge Runner fan art. Uh, Kiwi is next on my list of uh, characters to draw once I'm done with this one of Rebecca. So I, hopefully, I can find a pretty good, a pretty good idea. I have an idea for a model based off a, a Lucy, like an official Lucy drawing, and I can just switch it out for Kiwi and just redo the body because. Kiwi is not not stacked like like Lucy, so we're just gonna bunch of those titties. That uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> sounds more violent than it is. Uh, also, painting horns in my ridiculous neon pink, uh, <laughs> and um, making hopefully banana Horn. bread. <laughs> oh yeah, I've got dragging horns um, that kind of yeah, curl up. I'm very excited. <laughs> Uh, hopefully I will have banana when people come by tomorrow because bananas need to be in bread. <laughs> I like nanners. Uh, quick, quick before we move on. Are the eyes better now? Are they better? I've, I've fixed them slightly. The eyes better? Still little. Yeah. Better. It, yeah. Better. But it's still a little. Line at the top. Like it might make it seem more balanced like she is on this doll. Like just putting black along the top might. I think the pupils might be misplaced, but I don't know if there's anything you can do about it. Like it's 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 where they told me to put them. Here's the picture. You can also put it down. The picture look at it tomorrow. (laughs) I just so for some reason Looking to the side, I see. I just, or up. Uh, or... <laughs> I was like, there's nothing wrong with like putting it down and coming back to it like the next day or so to get fresh eyes. Yeah, fresh eyes. Be done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this wedding, I guess. Um, Yay! Presents are done in a basket, and now I'm trying to keep the cats from eating all the tissue. And <laughs> my dress arrives this week and everyone cross your fingers because if this dress doesn't fit, I'm going to be in a fucking whirlwind of like six or seven days to find a new mother of the bride dress that fits. And I don't want to deal with that shit. That's too much. It's I can't. <laughs> and I don't want to spend the kind of money to get a dress for my fat ass, I'm going to end up having to go to like a bridal shop or some damn thing. And I, I just, no, it's at a farm. Why, why does it have to be so fancy? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I think that's it. I feel like there's something else I wanted to say. Oh, I want to publicly thank you, uh, to my sister, Tiffany. Um, she found, I bought these spooky plates at TJ Maxx not mm-hmm. long ago with 
skulls with flowers and hat and they're so pretty and all my Facebook followers and stuff can see them. Uh, but she found the side plates. Aww. And at her TJ Maxx. So she will be bringing them down when she comes to the wedding. And I, so I've got Aww. that. And I'm so excited. Because <laughs> like, that was that meme. Like, it was, you know, I was like, you know, oh, get out. We have company coming. Get out the fancy china. And like my fancy china, like, like this spooky shit. <laughs> and I have made it come. My, like people posted it and tagged me in it. And now it came true. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> So yay! Remember, folks, you can always come watch us record live, and uh, hopefully, I'll get my phone next time. I apologize, everyone. My keyboard would not. Um, so here's, I'm in my bed. Look, look sorry, <laughs> crooked. Um, <laughs> you can always come watch us record live on Twitch TV slash Geek Grills most Monday evenings. Our next one will be on October 10th because we have our production meeting next week at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern. Keep an eye on the Twitch channel and our socials to see what we'll be talking about next. And in addition to the subs and bits that we get on Twitch, we are supported by our amazing patrons, the greatest girlfriends on the internet. You can become a patron at www.patreon.com slash grills. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can sub to us for free every month on Twitch. <laughs> another, way to sh- another way to show your support is by leaving us a review. You can do so on any of your podcast sketchers. Uh, we'll post next month's schedule after our production meeting. Um, if you're a patron, uh, please feel free to pop over to Patreon and suggest a topic for us. We'd love to hear your ideas. We'll do them. If you're a patron, we'll do your ideas. So give us some. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Instagram under the name madcap underscore misc. That's M-I-S-C. And you can check out my website at madcapm.com. Uh, you can find me on Instagram under Dapple Dame. Uh, you can also see my awesome Rebecca drawing there. Highly recommend. Uh- <laughs> and I can be found by going to 9of12.com and see my links to all my stuff. Thanks for listening, everyone, and good game. GG! Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>